Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. This is your host, Elena, with Justin. Thank you for listening in with us today. I'm very excited for another conversation, another amazing question that we have to go over with everyone. Uh, Hi, Justin. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I'll go ahead and give us the question so we can get going with today's episode. It's why is it important to get back up as a leader when you are knocked down? I think this will be a great, a great question. Uh, Really interesting to explore. One of the things I think, um, well, one, Elena, I think this might be your last episode for a while, unless you do some solo stuff, or we, you get itching and you want to, you're like, throw so much record, I'll be like, yes, we joked around about, but honestly, I think, um, congrats again, and um, I think everyone in the audience is very excited for you, and I know I am, you know, Greg as well, both of you guys. So the, the thing about the question is an odd thing. Uh, we very much live in a world right now where if you get knocked down, there's an expectation that someone else is supposed to help you get up. Your parents, maybe your relatives, your friends, your employees. I don't know what it is, but your team members your boss. And I think with that expectation comes a lack of re- of hope eventually and a lack of what I would call a dream crushing. Uh, so it'd be not a lack of that, but an actual dream crushing and a lack of long-term drive and inspiration to keep moving. I see it a lot and I see it particularly with exercise or with quote unquote diets, which I find is an interesting term. Everyone's always dieting, which the real thing is, is our diet should be, you know, pretty diverse as we always discuss. So as humans, interestingly, a lot of us get proverbially knocked down in life and don't get back up, whether it's addiction or uh, someone said something about a dream we had so we stopped pursuing it or we had kids or we got in the wrong relationship where someone knocks you down all the time or doesn't believe in your dreams at all so again what is mediocrity or it's less than average it's not doing anything so even doing a poor job is at least doing a job and trying to do the job versus mediocrity doing nothing as we've discussed. So, I mean, 
seriously, Elena, how many times in your life have you been knocked down by life? I think it's pretty inevitable um, just to be knocked down. There's so many different ways, you know, in your personal life or in your professional life. Um, So many different examples that people can have, you know, of, of being knocked down, of being, you know, let down by other people or letting yourself down. Um, so I think it just really depends on, on each person and their experiences. Um, but I think the more that you put yourself out there and the more, um, the more that you, you know, go the extra mile or the more that you set big goals, you're more likely to be knocked down. You're more likely to be told no. And I think that's something that you have to actually become pretty comfortable with, especially as a leader, uh, or in any sort of, um, role where you are, you know, we always talk about doing something different than the norm and, and pushing yourself, um, past your limiting beliefs. You are more likely, I think, to be knocked down and to experience that. I agree with you. And I think that especially the more you shine and the more you grow and the more you learn or experience or have exposure to your family members, even your own parents, sometimes you can outgrow them intellectually. And that means the ability to change your own mind. That means the ability to change your legacy. That means the ability to change your negative family patterns that cause maybe cause long-term legacy damage. The thing is, is what happens in those knockdowns because things like family legacy problems or issues um, that come through alcoholism being one of them, for example, how do you deal with all of that? And then how do you deal with it as a generation? Those are things that will knock you down. They're not your fault, right? Those are things that maybe just went in there, but it's your fault if you don't do something about it, right? And then as someone who doesn't drink, you know, and it's most of my 30s and all of my 40s now, it's an interesting thing that we put such social pressure and it's such a, a thing we do and it's a way we have confidence and it is, it's an easy way there and I get it in the social part and I'm not saying don't drink alcohol. I'm just saying that if it has a negative effect, it's a choice and does it have an effect on you when you go to bars? Sure, if you feel the need to drink. <clears throat> so there are things that you can decide and lifestyles that you can decide that are outside going to bars There's or going out drinking. There's ways that we can and resources that we have when we get knocked down that we don't have to continue to get knocked down. I think a lot of people will get back up, but they continue to get knocked down because there's this insanity, which is continually doing the same thing, expecting a different result. And so you continually get knocked down until you just give up. And not only do you give up, but you give up at trying at all things in life. And then there's a negative spiral and self-loathing and things like that. So I think to your point, Elena, is that if, if you start to have the mental toughness to get through some of that, build your own patterns, 
have consistencies in your life, like working out or, you know, if you're a musician playing your music, uh, walking both physically and mentally stimulating outside of being an entrepreneur or a leader that also helps somewhat in those areas that give your mind free thinking minds, manual labor. Like I like digging holes and mowing lawn and building things and working with wood. And, you know, we're working on hustle and grinders right now and building the stage. So here at Georgia, so that's kind of fun and lunch break, instead of doing whatever, I went out and helped them dig holes and start to lay in the beam so we can build the plat, the outdoor stage. So it's just our poles, whatever you want to call them. And so it's just go do more that way when bad stuff happens you have the ability and the confidence and the habits to push through it like every day is tough especially as an entrepreneur as a leader people are constantly trying to knock you down like elena said and you know even more so the more success you have the more people believe in you the more people follow you don't percentage more gonna not like you it's always going to be more people dislike you than like you so there's always people going to be knocking you down and then there's knocking yourself down right so i think elena you're um you come from a, a generation where people are you know more working at home and more independent and there's less um getting knocked down by a boss i would say and by your peers but i don't know for sure i don't know what what angle social media plays on this honestly because i see it as a 42 year old and i don't really care the negative things people say i'll just like oh you want to spit hate block okay you know it's like okay there's no freedom of speech on instagram obviously because we're not we're not checking if the facts are true so it's um it's an interesting thing so how do you as a generation that i don't know you've you've grown your social media account i'm sure people have tried to knock you down quite a bit uh, especially since your generation uses it so much more to communicate than my generation maybe we're the same generation what are your thoughts i think with growing up in a you know with social media being the norm, I would say the generations now probably have it a little bit more difficult. Um, I have siblings that are in high school and their generation literally revolves around social media and not for, you know, building a business or anything like that. It's literally just what they are used to. I mean, you see little, little babies now and they know how to hold an iPhone and click on things and, you know, back when I was a kid, that's not, it still wasn't that way. So I think the generations now, um, it's really become the norm for them. But I would say for my generation, um, and people in their 20s, we are the first generation that really had social media um, somewhat as the norm. It's definitely changed so much now. I mean, back when I was a kid, not little kids didn't have iPhones and tablets and all these things that they can, you know, have access to the internet. And we just didn't have that. 
Um, but now it's normal for, you know, young children to basically be given an iPod or a phone or whatever from such a young age. So I think it definitely plays a role, um, in the mindset of kids and it kind of sets you up for, I mean, look at just everything that goes on in our country within high schools and things you see on the news. So many kids that are, you know, bullied and attacked and, I think it's definitely hard, but in my own personal experience with building specifically a brand um, and working from social media, there are def- you do definitely get a lot of backlash, but you kind of sign up for that, you know, whenever you, whether you are aware of it or not, um, and whether you know that that comes with what you're doing. When you put yourself out there and share parts of your life, you basically set yourself up to be you know, attacked or ridiculed. And I think that goes for anyone, not just anyone starting a business or a brand. I'm not one of those people who goes on social media and shares all of my political opinions, for example, but I have tons of Facebook friends who do that all the time. And you can scroll and scroll past so many different fights on behind a screen of people that who probably have not seen each other, maybe ever, who are fighting and wasting, you know, their energy attacking other people's statuses and things like that. So I think it's just really interesting to roll. Um, that these these accounts have in all of our lives but when you're talking about specifically building a brand I think it kind of comes with the territory if people are attacking people you know just for something as simple as having a different view than them or belief about something obviously if someone is trying to build a brand go outside of you know what everyone else is doing you're going to be gossip talked about you know we talk about this all the time but I think social media in general um for all the generations, including the older generations who may not have had it growing up, but now are actively a part of it. Um, you kind of just have to be aware that when, once you log on and create an account and share anything, you're signing yourself up to be, you know, getting commentary from people that you may not even know who just believe differently than you. And that's, it's pretty sad that that's the norm in our um, at least in our country, but I, I think that's pretty normal, whether you use social media for business or whatnot. I don't think it really matters. I agree. You can get knocked down by someone you've never met now. I think people try to knock down beliefs. I think people are a lot more outspoken because they can hide behind social media. Uh, I would agree with that. I find it interesting that if you don't have the confidence to stand in front of a crowd and lead, why are you feeling comfortable enough to have the confidence to say it in front of a thousand people potentially or thousands? And that's one of the things I don't know. And then you're, it's a very interesting thing because we don't gain experience anymore in being a public figure where we're all just public figures. And that allows a lot of attacking it allows a lot of feelings to be heard and opinions versus facts and so there's a lot of knocking down purposely for the fact of I disagree with you or you have a different belief than I do versus the understanding that the whole reason we have Instagram or Facebook or newspapers or are allowed to even voice our opinions is because the beauty of all of us being different and when it comes to a democracy, we're now the oldest democracy that's ever existed. Okay, no democracy has ever made it past 200-ish years, if I'm correct. I don't, I have to look it up. But that type of thing, like, we have to be aware of why democracies deteriorate. We have to be aware of what happens to cultures when they become 
too much the same, yet too much diverse at the same time. Okay, because what we're all trying to do is believe in one one belief system, and everyone believes that we should have one political belief and try to get towards one. Yet there's so much diversity within the people and their beliefs and how they feel about all the different issues that apparently we associate with a political party. So in politics, it's a constant trying to knock each other down. And it's a constant trying to say who's better than the other person. And it goes back to that episode we recorded, which is not one person asked, what has that person lead? What does the teams look like? Who has made them up? What was the diversity of that team? I'm talking about intellectually. And what was the diversity of the team, you know, in terms of understanding of the of the area they represent politically? Fair enough questions. But we don't care about that. We care about whether it's, you know, <clears throat> abortion or or whatever. And at some point, like, let's just turn the rights of the body over to the humans and let's turn the way that the things are governed over to the government. You know, so like at some point there's overreaching by the government and at some point there's underreaching. So what is it? You know, what is it that we're doing? What is it that we're not playing enough impact in? Okay, food's probably the one we're not playing enough impact in. And where have we gone too far? Well, that's up to us to decide. So I think that the damage, sometimes it's not even intentional. Sometimes we're just voicing things or we heard something and we just say it or you know, we were taught something or a family legacy gives us a predetermined opinion about something or someone or some group that we haven't explored on our own to see if it's intellectually true. So there's a lot of knocking down. There's a lot of getting knocked down because people aren't informed. And if I could tell you how much on a daily basis now I get knocked down, one, because I'm social media, two, because of all the podcasts, three, I can't tell you how many times I gain followers. And then in the next post, I've upset like another set of 200 followers and the followers are like, why did you say that? You know, that's just the way life is. I'm not expecting to do it for anyone. I don't, I'm not doing it for followers necessarily. If that happens, cool. I'd love people to have a greater impact, but I can't please everyone. And I'm just not that person. I'm just not the friend. And so that being said, when you get knocked down, you have to look at the source, as Deborah would say, uh, look at the source, who's saying it? Where is it coming from? Is it legitimate? Does it come from fact? Is it coming from anger? Is there somewhat some truth in it? Is it a perception versus reality? Because we care a lot more about perception sometimes than actual being profitable. So I don't know, Elaine, I kind of went off there on a little bit of a tangent, but I think the important part is what are we actually responsible for when it's time to pick ourselves back up? And as a leader, what are we modeling? Okay, so like I get, it's not only over Instagram, it's people I meet, it's every new business venture I do. 
you know, always two to three years in when there's always things go real well the first year, then the two to three year mark is always a struggle on any new business, any new location. It just happens. The, the shiny ball is not so shiny for the shiny ball chasers anymore. And they go off sh chasing the next shiny ball. So it's just those type of periods is where you really have to model getting back up, especially as an entrepreneur, especially if you're new to a leadership role, you're going to get knocked down in that year two to three. Hands down, no problem. Sometimes it could last many years. And those who walk away or change jobs, gain less confidence, have less confidence getting back up. You need to stay in the situation and try to lift yourself back up and leave on terms that are successful, whatever you define. So getting knocked down is part of it. And almost sometimes you have to purposely allow yourself to get knocked down in front of the team that you lead. So they see that you too can get knocked down because what you don't want is you don't want this whole human thing where we want humans to think we're the greatest thing ever and we're immortal and we're from gods and God chosen. Okay. Yes. All of us have a God given task. If you're Christian or a purpose, but I'm, what I'm saying is, is that we're not better than any other human in terms of God-given right or birthright. We're all equal. We're all born. We're all biologically relatively the same. We all need food. We all need water. We all need nutrition, biodiversity, and we all have the ability to be superhumans if we eat and work out properly and also grow our minds through books and stuff and pass it down to our children and so on and so forth. So why is getting back up important? Generations need to see it, particularly in the United States. We have taught that getting back up doesn't matter because everyone gets a trophy. Okay. It's the common thing. Every entrepreneur says it. Every podcaster says it. Every book says it. We overshot the mark and we need to get the pendulum the other way. Great. How do we do it? starts as leaders it starts modeling that you can get knocked down a lot of times and still get back up it shows that even when in my case your father's making decisions that you just have to follow that you still get knocked down like everyone else and get back up like everyone else should it doesn't mean i get special treatment it doesn't mean any of those things as an entrepreneur i still try to every business we do we bootstrap it along why because the knocking down part along the journey is important i almost purposely make sure we go through it we have to learn otherwise we don't make the mistakes to learn from and the individuals who don't get knocked down and learn as they get back up they just don't survive or have long-term success they sort of mediocre their way through life and they're a disappointment and and but the reality is, is whoever led them was a disappointment. They're a disappointment. And now they're going to be a disappointment to their kids because no one led. And now we've just compounded the legacy problem. So Elaine, I sort of went on on a tangent there, but what do you think about the part of setting an example and how when we get knocked down, we have to model it to our children or to the people that we lead in the importance of it? Yeah, with the question of why is it important to get back up, you know, that kind of goes with what you're saying of setting, you know, showing others and setting up 
that that's the norm that when you're knocked down, you don't just stay down. You must continue, uh, to push through and to chase after, you know, those dreams and you have to have some sort of determination. Um, I think that goes for anything that you're modeling. It could be even with, you know, a new diet that you're starting, let's say you start a diet and everyone knows it. And then, you know, you end up caving and treating yourself to something and, or, you know, grabbing some French fries at dinner and you completely blow your diet and people are looking at you and you feel really judged and like you failed. Well, does that mean that you just never focus on dieting or being healthy again? You know, no, obviously it's important to show other people, especially those looking up to you, um, that you have to continue, you know, to chase after those goals, even if you're the person, if there's no outside source bringing you down, even if you are the person who made a mistake, um, or, you know, did something that you wish you hadn't, you have to show other people how you're going to handle that. Um, and how you handle that says a lot about uh, yourself as a leader and, uh, how other people can, you know, support you or follow you as, or, you know, trust you even, um, you're showing people your character by how you handle those tough situations. Um, and maybe it's not something you do yourself. Maybe you'd make a post on social media and you are attacked and ridiculed for it. Um, and people see that because it's, you know, it's visible for everyone. It's social media. It's social. Uh, anyone can see, you know, those comments, those posts, and let's say that you were attacked and brought down. Does that mean that you just, give up and delete your account and, you know, stop chasing your dreams or whatever it is that you're trying to do. No, you, you show other people how you handle that. And in those times, that is when you show other people that they can, you know, believe in you and trust you and follow you. Because when you are leading, you know, you are that you are the person that people are chasing and seeking to be like, um, I think that why would we follow a leader that we wouldn't want to see more of that leader within ourselves, right? Um, and I think that how you handle those times, whether it's something that other people have done or said to you or attacked you for whatever it is that knocks you down, how you handle that shows other people, you know, to what level they can trust you and rely on you when it gets hard. Is this person going to just give up and quit or are they going to figure it out and moving forward? And I think that that's, what's really important. I agree. And I think that what you're going to, what we find is, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but this, because there's so much mass humanity and we want to fit in and we want our kids to fit in and we don't want to be bullied or made fun of for being different. But at the same time, we want to be recognized for being different, right? We want to be appreciated for being different, but we won't, don't want people to talk about in a bad way how we're different so you know that comes from mindset and all that and it comes from putting yourself out there but I think one of the things that happens is there's this expectation that I'm if I know that I have the right idea and I'm and I've really thought about it and and whatever and everyone's going to agree with me and when people don't or the person has trouble explaining what they're they're trying to get people to see or lead from it's because here's the thing let me let me rewind back social media isn't about leadership like 
the leaders that you see on social media that are true leaders have a consistent message over a long period of time. They're most likely not a lot of followers. They're not in sports. They're not in whatever. They've sort of built this following. And, and the ones that are in sports who have built the following by doing the right thing, they're really to an extreme compared to other athletes, whether in their greatness for the sport or their greatness in business. But it's the same thing in life is slowly the people gain following slowly people do it over time slowly they lose people also because they grow and they people no longer see things their way and that's part of the beginning and trying to expedite it or or want this thing where i'm gonna get a thousand views and of course there's money involved in social media but long term the impact and what is the impact we're trying to make with what we're doing? And that's nothing against we should have laughter and people pay money for things, um, et cetera. But the reality is, is what can we do to pick ourselves back up and lead? Okay, your comedy, you make people laugh. That helps people get back up. It helps people change their mind. Movies, actors, okay, I get it. It goes to entertainment. Um, you know, gets people out of themselves. What is it that we can do with the message? You know, so those are all things that help people get out of themselves for a second and pick themselves back up. I agree when used in that way. It's also what helps people relax so they can go fight another day. Understood. So everyone plays a role. It's just a matter of how we use it. So getting, picking yourself back up, you have to learn. And the most important thing I think is as you stand back up, the same things that knock you down can't knock you down anymore. The bullies that bullied you before, if you're picking yourself up properly and getting stronger, they can't bully you anymore. Eventually, you'll get up stronger than them after a few times of getting knocked down or however many times it takes, and you don't have to take it anymore. Or you've built a business and the, the words are in the money or the words are in your success or the words are in your leadership or the words are in the impact you've made in the community. But I think that in the end, it's not only about the importance of getting knocked down and then getting back up. The getting back up is important. But part of the getting back up is facing the person or thing that knocked you down in the first place and going toe to toe with it and being willing to fight it again until you win, until you've got it down where you've learned enough from the battle to get back up and win. And most people run from people that cause them problems and I obviously don't put yourself in an abusive situation but what I am saying is get back on the horse ride again and learn and don't be afraid to get hurt again or thrown off again because failure is just part of the journey and model it and the more success you have the more you're going to get thrown off and the more confidence you have to go try new things and build your businesses and grow people the more and the more biodiverse you get in terms of your food sources and the more diverse intellectual you get in the people that you mentor or uh, employ because you're constantly diversifying your businesses, the more you're going to get feedback, the, the less you're going to find, you know, the less of an expert you're going to be. And therefore, the more criticism and the more feedback you're going to get because you're almost pushing yourself constantly to be criticized by being less knowledgeable. And of course, like we talked about on the previous podcast, you want to be the dumbest person in the room. 
or else that's how you learn. So as an entrepreneur, you got to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you always and willing to learn faster or learn their skill better than you ever could. So getting back up is so those people see that you're willing to get back up or you're willing to get back down. And not only that, that you're willing to get knocked down with them and help them stand back up with you. Because like I said, most people will never help someone else stand back up, not your parents, not whoever, because sometimes they're the ones who knock you down. So why would they help you get back up? And I'm not saying we shouldn't teach our kids to get back up on their own and we shouldn't teach our employees to not get back up on their own. But every once in a while, you need to be knocked down with them so you can show getting back up in the same scenario and that you too are willing to go through the hardships and sometimes go to the bottom and pick yourself back up by your bootstraps as a business, as a human, as whatever. Hard knocks are part of it. So that was a long one, Elena. I apologize. I went on there for a while. But no, I think it's definitely uh, great to share, you know, all of these different thoughts regarding things that people may not consider, especially with social media um, and just the different ways that you can be knocked down. It's not always just in one way um, or by other people. You know, it's really important to consider all of this. Yeah, I agree. And I think that we sort of went down a bunch of different rabbit holes because, again, the question is deeper than just a simple answer. but. If I were to give a simple answer, the getting knocked down and getting back up is important, but only if you continually do it. Only if that's what you model for your family all the way till death, when finally death knocks you out completely, because at the end you lose no matter what. That's just the way it is. But in the meantime, we should be winning. And when we do finally lose, we should have the best winning streak that we can when we get to that point. So everyone can see and have life that we modeled of being successful humans and, um, and having a successful life, especially morally and ethically and being able to take care of ourselves and not relying on other people to do it or the government or, you know, being self-reliant is good because if you can take care of yourself, you can also take care of other people, you know? So it's pretty important. Um, but other than that, thank you, Elena. Thank you, audience. Good luck, Elena. We'll miss you for sure. I appreciate and, that. And uh, I don't know, take us home. Take us home, Elena. All right. Well, you can all follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Centurion Leadership Battalion. We would love to have you tune in there. We announce new podcast episodes and topics. You can also submit anything you'd like to hear more of on the podcast. And we would really love to connect with you there. So you can follow us along on social media and you can also find those links um, below on this podcast, wherever you're streaming from. And we'd love to have you as part of our community. Thanks so much for listening in and hope everyone has a great day. Bye.